So this is truly a wonderful time of year, a time when we gather together as family and friends. We gather together as God's people in churches all over the nation and all over the world. We come together, we eat food, we sing songs, we enjoy being in each other's presence, and we celebrate by giving gifts, right? Now, the whole tradition of gift giving, it comes from the fact that the ultimate gift in Jesus Christ has been given to us. And so now we can give gifts of love and appreciation to each other. But here's the thing. In the midst of all that goes on in this time of Christmas, let's not forget to open the one true gift that really matters. And that is the gift that comes to us from God. That is God's self. Isn't that just amazing to think? That God would love us so much that God would say, you know what, I could just stay here in the shadows. I could just stay on the sideline. I could just stay out of the way. I could just watch things go on. But God said, no. No, I'm not that kind of God. Because I'm a hands-on God. I'm a God that likes to get involved in the lives of my people. I'm a God that wants my people to know that I am a God of love and I am a God of grace. And so God got in the game in a very tangible way. Maybe even a little unexpected, right? I mean, just think if you were God and you were gonna make your entrance into the world, how would you do it? Yeah? I mean, I can think of some pretty amazing ways, right? I mean, God, we could shake the world. Angels could sing. I'm not sure they could sing any better than our choir, but they could sing. I mean, trumpets could be blaring. I mean, I would leave no shadow of a doubt of who I am when I came in. People would know there's God. That's not what God did, huh? You know, most, if not all, the world really didn't even know anything significant happened on that night. Some angels did. Some wise men did. Mary and Joseph did. That was it. But right there, the world was forever changed. And what changed was God got personal. God came to us in a way that we could understand. God came as a baby in a manger. Now, who can't relate to a baby? We've all been there. And you know what? They're pretty gosh darn cute. God came the way all of us come. It was needed and unexpected. But praise be to God, because God came in order to have a relationship with us, a relationship that offers love and grace. 
God came to us in Jesus Christ to give us that first Christmas gift, a gift of grace, a gift that changes everything, a gift that gives our life meaning, it gives our life purpose. It's a gift that gives us life that is abundant and it is a gift that gives us life that is eternal. We're blessed. My friends, make sure you open that gift. Maybe you open it in worship tonight, but you gotta open it. We have to open that gift really every day and say, Lord, I need this grace. I need it because I keep messing up. I need it because I need your love to help me. I've tried to do this on my own, and every time I try to do it on my own, I just make things worse. I need you to take control. I need you to help me. And one of the things I really want, I want, to come, want you to come to a better understanding of what God's grace really is. And so we've got a story for you tonight. It's not my story. It is a great story. It's a classic story. It's one that, uh, well, Victor Hugo wrote. Uh, you may know about it. It's called Les Miserables. And uh, it's a classic. And it's got everything in it that you would want in a good story. It's got a love story. It's a love story between you know, two lovers. It's a love story between uh, a man and himself. It's a love story between a person and his co-workers. It's a love story between a father and a daughter. It's got everything. It's got intrigue. It's got suspense. It's got what you would call what it takes to make a great story. But it also has some theological implications that are really pretty profound. And so let me set the stage for you because we're going to watch a clip here in just a moment. And so I want you to understand what you're watching. Because the hero in our story is a gentleman named Jean Valjean. And Jean Valjean has been in prison for 19 years. And why was he in prison? For stealing bread for his family. Now, it wasn't just prison. He was in hard labor. And he finds himself being released. But he's actually kind of on parole. He has this yellow card and he has to go around and tell people he's actually on parole and he's got to secure a job. He's got to find a place to live. And guess what? The minute he shows people his yellow card, nobody wants anything to do, do with him. And so he's in a conundrum. And he's told as it gets late one night, because if he gets found after dark out on the street, he's going to get arrested and he's going to get taken back to prison. And somebody tells him there's a kindly old bishop and his wife who might let you in. So he knocks on the door and the bishop welcomes him. He shows him the yellow card and he says, yeah, I know, but you're welcome here. Come on in. And they eat together. And as they're eating together, the bishop is offering words of comfort, words of support. And Jean Valjean is even saying, you know, this is what I need. I need a good meal. I need a good night's rest. And you know what? 
I am going to be a changed man in the morning. And the bishop, again, offering words of comfort, says, I'll hold you to it. Now, that kind of sets the stage for where we're going to pick up because what we're going to find ourselves, we're in the middle of the night. And we're going to see what Jean Valjean does. So let's watch the clip. So that's a powerful scene. That's a scene of redemption. It's a scene in which grace is given. It's not deserved. But love is given. A new chance is given. Now it's interesting because Jean Valjean is not a perfect hero. He continues to make mistakes, but he is changed. He becomes a owner of a factory and he treats his workers with respect. He adopts a daughter. He becomes mayor of the city. He does turn his life around. And it started with grace, with a simple gift received, a simple gift open. And so, my friends, that's what I want you to hear tonight. Christmas is about a lot of stuff. There's a lot there. And you know what? Let's be honest. It's beautiful, and some of it's tasty, and it's a lot of fun. But when it gets right down to it, it is a gift of grace given to you. And the question is, will you open it? Will you open it? Will you allow your life to be exposed to that power and that love and bring the transformation, the change that we all so desperately want? And it only happens when we live into it. So my friends, it's Christmas and we give thanks to God. And I pray that each of you, in your own way, will open the greatest gift that has ever been given to humanity, the gift of a relationship with God in Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.